It is not the year 2010. That's right, this is Punk Pop Radio, and this is, of course, your host, Steven, on Was That a Good Taste, joined by your co-host, of course. Ooh, why did I, let's, let's try to get in there, bud. Gotta speak up, boy, can't hear ya. Uh, Alright, my name is Chandler, and I'm here co-hosting this whole shindig. Yeah, we're co-hosting this shindig. I don't know if you hear this, but this is a moment's worth. Now, I'm gonna tell you something, folks. I've been listening to a moment's worth since... 2005 A Moment's Worth is also led by Alex Bajrev who is the lead singer and pretty much I think the creator of Conversing of Oceans which I use for everything and this is and this song is 10 years old that's a 10 year old song this is a 10 year old fucking soy bud oh wow it's a decade since that song came out it's a decade and of course this is a new decade of course this is uh we're in the yeah it's the a year new 2020 year. now it's 2020 there bud first podcast of the new decade of the 2000s goodbye 20 teens mm-hmm. we're legal now we're legal now Wait. <laughs> and you know I, i'll tell you something uh i wasn't this is not what did mom going to drop this here uh uh what <laughs> You know what's more important than the last decade? What's that? It's been twenty years since the year two thousand, since the turn of the turn of the century. Oh, that's that's heavy. Think about the twenties. The last twenties seems so far away. Not done it. The you mean the the nineteen twenties? Yeah. The the roaring twenties. Yeah. The, the pre um pre depression, pre Great Depression. Not mm-hmm. the not the okay or the. Yeah impressive depression but grapes the, of uh grapes of slight anger uh the <laughs> <laughs> of rodents and rascals uh dang they're right now i'll tell you what boy now well <laughs> uh, in this new year we're gonna be doing a lot of stuff we're gonna be working really hard to create some content for you that's right you the listener and yeah, I don't know what the fuck that means, boy. I don't know what the fuck that means. So create new content? or To create new content to be entertaining. I don't know about that either. Shit. Uh, I, I think we'll just keep drinking and hopefully something good will come about it. And that's why you're here. Give me a clink Cheers. clink. Now, so we're entering into this new year, this new decade. That's right, the year of our Lord 2020. We're, we're drinking something kind of interesting. What do we got going on here, Chandler? Well, so I thought... In honor of our uh, of our New Year episode, our New Year New Me, we'd do a little uh, a, a retrospective would be would be appropriate. Ooh. And so, in honor of the past ten years, I splurged a little bit and I got me a uh, a whistle pig ten years straight rye, and it's uh it's pretty damn tasty. And in honor of the last year, see, it's all. It's all self-referential. We put it in a Manhattan because mm. I've now been in Manhattan for 
a year now. A whole year? Yeah. Well, in February. Oh, oh. I'll be a, a, a full year. A year, yeah, a year there, bud, yeah. And so, why not? Uh, we got our tasty little Manhattans with uh, bourbon-soaked cherries. And, Did uh, I do a good job making the Manhattans? It's pretty pretty tasty. Did you taste this one? The second time? I had a little sit. Let me... Hold on. Yeah, a little pro, pro game, bro. Mm-hmm. I'll use a little bit more mm. sweet vermouth. A little bit more. You use a little bit more. Than... I don't feel the rye bite as much because this. It might be the rye that's changing with the characteristic of the. Vermouth. Yeah, it's not necessarily what I'm tasting more. It's what I'm tasting less because this rye. Now, little little backstory. On this whiskey that we're tasting, Whistle Pig Ten. It's a good old, it's a good old kind of whiskey, sourced from Alberta, Canada. Canada is where they get the juice, and then they uh, bring it to Vermont. They bottle it there at the Whistle Pig Farm, and you can kind of get a little bit of the flavor of the barn in the whiskey. I think it's <laughs> like it, they're bottled in new oak casks. And you know it's just the same same as a bourbon casking, but you get a, an intense amount of that woody, leafy green. It's it's very vivacious. If I'm if I'm correct, it's kind of because it's not bourbon casks. It's, it's not, new American charred white oak. Uh, it's not even not charred. charred. You know what? Oh, what that I think that that explains the characteristic. What I thought was so similar because it's similar but it's a little different. different and it's not exactly a rim barrel but it's the same barrel they would use mm-hmm. i get that all right all right like to me it reminds me of walking through uh, uh an abandoned barn or shack with just a little bit of matted hay that's got just just a tad bit of mildew but it's it's enough to be kind of fresh and earthy and Maybe you'll find some hallucinogenics. Oh boy, hold on. No, all right, take a step back there, big oh, shooter. <laughs> take about 20, 20 25% offer there. <laughs> um, uh, I got, I got, I'm going to just tell him. I got James into watching Letterkenny <laughs> now, and he's still in the honeymoon phase, <laughs> yeah. which I just find adorable. I, I love that show, and I'm the so first glad. Show binging of the new decade. First binge completed they just came out with their eighth season uh, i love that show so much mainly because i quote it so often and now oh oh he's trapped quoting it with me and i might have bit off a more a little more than i can chew so uh let's take a little sip here let's All have a little right, bit of the sip here and let's have a little quick discussion about this and mm-hmm. i got a lot to say about what you just said there a little, 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 little. Oh, i like clinking it's very audible All right. mm-hmm. it's good for an audio we're gonna, based show yeah, we're gonna do, a, we do we're gonna do the the ASMR. The ASMR. Oh, the smoke. Giving it a little nose here. You get the here. full nose. It's uh, very fruity. Oh, um, yeah. Ooh. A little bit Can't, of... Uh, not fruity. No? No, not odiferous. Oh. No, that stinks. Uh, odiferous just means it has a lot... Like, what? what is the fruit that you're you getting? You can't say fruity. Deliciousness. 
Wait, are you saying... I, I just want to drink it, damn it. I can't it. say fruity because it's not PC? <laughs> it's or, not. Like, or because it's not... Dis- it, like, is it... We're starting a year of good. This is good content. Is it... Is it because it's, like, smooth? Is that why you're saying I can't say fruity? Or... I don't know what you're talking about, young man. <sighs> I'm so confused all the time. So I want to I wanna thank you, kind of... I really want to thank you for, like, bringing this whistlepig tenure rye up in here. Up in here. <laughs> up in here? Up in here. Um, I think it's so interesting because... Originally, when I was thinking about the concept of this episode, I was like, oh, we should drink drinks that, like, you know, that kind of represent who we were in the last decade. But I'm going to tell you something. I don't think this represents who I was. This doesn't represent who I was either. What What is it for you? It's kind of the person who I've become. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's it's interesting. It's kind of... The it's kind of like who I've always wanted to be. Like I've always wanted to be drinking a Manhattan or an old fashioned. See, that's that's what I got from it. Was it's not necessarily the person I've become, but the person I want to grow into in the future. In the in this upcoming ten years, I want to be the type of person whose regular table whiskey goes from Buffalo Trace to Whistle Pig. Yes. You, yeah, you feel me. <laughs> so I, I was, you know, since we're doing this, we have to do resolutions, oh. you know. So I hit you with some. I was like, you give me some of your resolutions there, and um, I'm gonna hit you with mine first. All right, you know. Do you want to go one and one and one and one, or do you want to go just you mine, shoot mine, your load mine, and mine then I'll easy. shoot mine? Give me all your load, okay? Wayne. Um, if <laughs> uh, this is uh, honestly mine, I wanna be close. <laughs> mine are super simple. Mine is like expand my skill set, you know, doing this, mm-hmm. having this, and doing this with you. I'm finally, after like four years, starting to get comfortable doing it, and maybe it's time to do this and actually do it, which means effort and time. What do you mean, actually do it? What are you? What have you been doing with me? No, no. So this, there's different types of doing it. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, you can do it or you can do it hard, and then <laughs> you can do it right. Okay, and doing it right could be doing it hard, but. You know, so just doing it's not have enough. Have you just been kind of like half doing it for? Hmm. Have you been faking it with me, Jay? Just a little bit. No, I just think that like, you know, I started doing these things and I started participating and in creating these content, but you know, I've not been really putting myself in there, opening up. And this year, you're gonna find some things about me. Maybe you're not let like it, but it's that's kind of what you have to do to hmm. do that. And it's I, like someone may have made a new friend and. Started to learn some stuff about themselves oh, and boy. maybe starting to open up as a and my second a, I know I, I do multi dimensional anyway, character. <laughs> I kind of do like broad, so like go my skill set, mm-hmm. uh, improve and maintain my interpersonal relationships because I have a little bit of damage doing that. You know, mm. this is the year where I, not that I just do it in one day, but where I start taking a little effort and time and going out of my comfort zone and maintaining relationships with friends and actually trying to make it happen you and know, you know what they say and what about bob <laughs> what it's, it's baby steps it's baby steps if richard dreyfus Can I tell you is, something it's baby steps that's an episode of the art of giving up it's baby just steps. saying yeah it's bill murray richard dreyfus said it best it's taken baby steps the third what's the third the third it's just being consistent oh because the thing is that you can want to do things all the time and it's okay to make mistakes and to make goals 
and to not succeed at them. Right. But you have to be consistent in your effort. What about if you're just consistently wanting to do things? I'm gonna catch it in your. <laughs> that's uh, that's so 2019. Oh, oh, wow. Step up, bud. It's the new decade, bud. I'm I'm about to be 2020 late teen. <laughs> so what about your what about your little? I made you do resolutions, all right? You made me do resolutions. That's... I didn't want to do resolutions because I wanted to just keep wallowing in self pity. Hold on, though. Can I tell you though? I don't know yeah. if you noticed there, bud. <laughs> that mine are not super specific. Not go to the gym more. Mm-mm. Not lose weight. No, you know? yours are just pretty pretty simple as far as just. Do, do, oh, it's, fuck, it's I growth. fucked up. You what, know what they should be? What do you want to Resolutions add? for the next decade. That's my... Re- there we go. Oh, there we go. Mine for fit. The rest, for the for same? The next, for the next decade. I feel like those fit. Yeah, those... You want to expand your skill set in the next decade. That's yeah. just keep growing. Yeah. Grow and maintain interpersonal relationships. That's... Yours is just... Yours is just maintenance shit. Yours is just yeah. like... I'm not good at that. I don't want to belittle your resolutions because, like, good on for you for making resolutions. You haven't learned yet. I'm not good at any of those things. But, like... Not at all. Ruined every friendship I've ever had. Destroyed most relationships I have. Destroyed most of the friendships I had. How inconsistent are you? I've been extremely. You've been just extreme, like... With everything. Everything. All all the ends. No matter how amazing I am or how good I do or how hard I work. It's all extremely. I've kind of made the... The issue I've had is maintaining that consistently. Hmm. There you go. Learn well, some go. shit new every day. And so you want to do that throughout the year and then the following nine years after that? Damn right. What it's about... a work in progress. Okay. Okay. So you can't fuck with me, motherfucker. No, that's good. I'm I'm glad your ambition is for self improvement. That's what matters. Not give me your shallow shit. Alright, so <laughs> My my first resolution is I need to finish all the close to empty liquor bottles. Which I'm stealing. That's what, like, oh, short, short term. Short, oh, my God. Short term. Have your own fucking resolution. <laughs> I have, I have like, one thing that isn't completely shallow. This is finish all the near empty liquor bottles before adding more to the collection. And this is starting now with the whistle. But after this whistle pig, done. And no more. I got my my high end. I got a whistle pig. I got a Glen Levitt fourteen, and I got my bulk Buffalo Trace bourbon. I'm I'm good. That's all I need. And then I also got a tequila ocho. That mm. and then um. But that's that's it. That's all I need. And then I'm done. That's it. And then I also have my Ron Del Barolito and my, my Puerto Rican rum. But that's but after that, then it's then it's done. And then I'm after and the Applejack. And then I also got the uh, and then Cornelius also the Applejack and from then the also Hudson the, uh... River. But it's it's done after that. And the six more things. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Not to mention the Kings County. Anyway, continue to the next. <laughs> what's what's next here? So I'm gonna finish all those bottles before I buy anything else. That's number one. Number two is continue my pursuit of the best version of myself. I think you're still in my fucking shit, bro. Um, I just said everything that you said in a more concise manner. Mm-hmm. That's specific. You're gonna fail. 
Um, Gotta have specific goals. Really? You're you're gonna preach to me on specific goals? Anyway, continue. I'm listening. I just, you know. All right. Anyway, (laughs) number two is just be better. Uh, (laughs) Number three is uh, habitualize more constructive stress management techniques. They don't necessarily have to be healthy, but they just have to be a tad bit more productive. Now, here's the thing. It's time for cocaine. <laughs> Since I've not known you for that long, you seem to handle stress pretty well. I've seen you lately get a little overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. But you don't seem to do some of the things that I've done in the past. I don't see any self-harm. I don't see any. I don't see anything very damaging. Quickly, you got, you got three minutes. It's not it's not actively damaging. I'm just a chronic procrastinator and usually when I'm confronted by stress, my uh go-to reaction is to say, "Hmm, let's postpone this for as long as possible." So, the things that do cause me stress or or any any form of anxiety, I kind of get into a little I get a little evasive. That's that's the issue. Is now I'm a, I'm a little too evasive as a as a coping mechanism until I'm ultimately confronted by whatever is causing the initial stress or anxiety, and so uh, going into this next year and this next decade, I want to try to develop habits that uh, are less evasive and more active, proactive to combating. Uh, stress. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Because that's one of my little secret goals that I've been working on myself. That's, that's one of your hidden ones? Yeah. I didn't see that in the small print on yeah. the show. Because, you know, that's very difficult sometimes to kind of address things head on when it's time. Right? It is. It's like it's way easier to swim move and then try to circle back on it inevitably. Yeah. Even though I've learned it doesn't really work all the time. Oh, it doesn't. But, you know, I'm... I'm hyped for this. So now, anybody who's interested, of course, in the things that we're talking about, <laughs> you got to go to the show notes. You can read about it, which is at bit.ly, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash New Year, same shiz, capital N. Wait, is that Z or S? Z, of course. Just got to make New sure. Year. Same shiz. Same shiz. There you go. And you can read up on what's going on here. So... This last decade has been some fucking shit, motherfucker. It's, and I realize it's been a hassle and a half. So if you ask me. here's the thing: How old are you? I'm I'm about to turn 25 this year. I'm 33 years old, and wow. I'm about to turn 34 this year. Ew, and you're fucking old. It's very interesting because a lot has happened to you in the last year. The majority of my autonomous life has happened in the last 10 years but in the last year i've done a lot but done nothing at the same time isn't that so fucking annoying so i want you first before i take over the conversation like always i want you fucking tell me about this last decade there this last decade all right decade in a nutshell all right starting from (laughs) a nutshell starting from 2010 I was a sophomore in high school. I was somewhat athletic and and aspiring for great things. And then uh, 
When are you going to climb to the summit of the mountain? It's a mountain. I'm sorry. Fuck. Continue. I'm sorry. Fuck you, man. <laughs> you asked. I'm, I'm interested. I'm sorry. All right. Sophomore. Did some shit. Did the high school thing. Uh, you know, prom night, baseball games, football games, barbecues, parties. No parties. I didn't do any parties. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Why does this sound like a fucking 80s movie? Because... I'm a cliche white person growing up in the suburbs. That's exactly like (laughs) there's no difference between like any uh, backup character or like background character in Stranger Things and my childhood. Chandler, Chandler, Chandler Phillips. No, I I was the one who was there. I didn't Mm -hmm. even like stay in and try to try to steal my friend's dad's car. And then senior year, hey, this weed stuff is cool. And then college was uh, was fun. Went to college in Santa Barbara. Lived on a on a cliff. That was pretty neat. First year at Santa Barbara, there was a uh, a shooting and a riot. Ooh, a whole shooting. Yeah, and an earthquake. In in one year, <laughs> the earthquake is the scary part. All right, all right. <laughs> Uh, so a little bit of intro into the real world. Uh, let's see. Had a relationship at some point within that. Um, went to Las Vegas right after their big shooting. Cause you know, why not? And then, uh, last year came to New York. So that's, that's my, that's my decade wrapped, you know, been there, done that, got the t-shirt. So what are some of the most, like, I won't say the things that have influenced you the most, but what are some of the memories that stand out to you the most in the last decade? Oh. So, in the last decade, one of my biggest impressionable moments was doing open mics in Las Vegas. Those were... Uh, super formative and just the kind of feedback and the kind of responses I got from doing that, the kind of encouragement I got from other comedians and the kind of uh, familiarity I got or the, the comfort or, you know what I mean? Like um, the welcoming I got from that comedy scene was probably one of the most formative things. Some family. Yeah. I got those those are some some good peoples out there and uh just kind of growing into this this nomadic persona that i've i've got just kind of going another white nomad uh i'm just the wandering <laughs> jew you know oh i didn't i didn't say it wow hmm even though you wrote so much of the document, and I was so little, like when it comes time to it, it seems like you don't seem to have a lot to say. There's, I mean, if I were to microanalyze every bit of it, there are a lot of fucking stories. Like I could go into doing the give open me, mics. It give me a story. All right, pick. A, you know what? I want to know about this person you dated. 
I've been fucking waiting. No. Oh, come on. it's not time yet. Okay, it's, it's not, not time. time for that. I'd rather oh. talk about the these op- these open mic story or or and anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me give me the give me the the open mic stories. All right, my introduction into the Las Vegas open mic scene. I was at this bar called the Dive Bar, and uh, they're doing they're doing their open mics and. Randall Crabmeat Johnson is hosting and and he's hilarious and he's actively making fun of the comedians who are going on. Crabmeat Johnson. Yeah. No, not Johnson. Thompson. Fuck. How did I fuck that up? Oh, I'm sorry, Randall. <laughs> um, and I'm like, oh, this did is his, brutal. Did his Johnson look chewed up and mangled? I don't know. Maybe that's why. That's that's the crabmeat aspect. It is yeah. like one of them just kind of grabbed. Ooh. Total side tangent. I just discovered a new word this past week. Uh, carcinization. It has to do with the uh, tendency for crustacean cre- or for, for crustacean creatures to uh, separately, convergently evolve into a crab-like structure. Like all these different things that are semi-related. Basically, we're meant to become crab people. Is so what it crab me Thompson, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm doing my set. I'm thinking these jokes are going well, and all of a sudden, from the back of the room, I get, "Show us your asshole." And I go, "Um, I'm sorry. Show us your asshole." Sorry, I'm peeking, aren't I? And. <laughs> And so, sure enough, I dropped trousers right there and just showed them my asshole. Because, you know, you want you want to give the people what they want. I'm just <laughs> a young artist trying to make it in this big, wild world. And, uh, no, no, I was being heckled, and I had no idea how to handle it. I think I would have showed them my asshole. Right? That was... Like, because you've been in a fight-or-flight situation sometimes, but nothing is more confusing than, like... Because you can't fight-or-flight someone saying, show us your asshole. <laughs> oh, fuck. I got Manhattan in my nose. All right. Um... Oh, that's what I... You weren't laughing at what I was saying. Anyway. Tell us about your stories, James, because mine aren't interesting. You have to, you have to read the fucking document. Read... You have to read the bit.ly slash New Year's same shiz capital N, all one word. You know, you have to read it, and you have to directly ask me about these things because I don't know how to tell the stories otherwise. Oh, you're so right. So here you go. Read one and pick one. Tell me the story of Die Antwood with pregnant people. You literally picked the first fucking one. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um, that's like the least fucking important story. So the thing about this decade that's super interesting is that I met Adriana, who's probably one of the most, if not the most important person that I know in my entire life on September. Well, September. What the fuck is wrong with me on April? Oh. On Of course I do. It was 420, 2007. Hey. <laughs> and we had known each other for years. And in like 2000 and... 14 we went to see Darewood together and for me that's like the least interesting story because we go there 
with her. Then why'd you list with it her, first? With her ex-best friend who's kind of a heroin addict, hmm. crackhead, and his pregnant kind of, oh man, shit. I like, I don't want to see her name. I like her a lot. And sometimes she listens to my podcast and I, I, she's a cool person, but, don't you know, names. but, you know, kind of pretty much a crackhead herself. And we go to the fucking concert, right? And they're both fucking pregnant. Adriana is so fucking pregnant. And I'm going to pick <laughs> Elemental P is going to be her fucking name. <laughs> is really fucking pregnant. And we go there and, I'm, and I go to fucking security guard. And I'm like, yo, I'm with these pregnant chicks. Can we be in the front? And they pull out like the fucking barrier and they put us on the other side of the barrier in the front. So that we can see the word. You're literally like the closest people to yes. the performance. And the thing is that like, ah, it doesn't seem like an important story. But like when I introduced Adriana to the word in like 2012, that kind of became like our thing. You know what I mean? And this last decade has kind of been a lot of growth and a lot of like change for me. So like, for example, if you look at my, my fucking on the document and you look at my little things you piece of fucking shit I looked at your things they just weren't you know captivating okay you have (laughs) you were arrested more times than I'd like which by the way is just because I hopped the train and I've been in I've been locked up four times in the last decade or five or six times for hopping the train just for hopping the train yeah wow Locked up overnight, two, three, four days, locked up in handcuffs. The last time I stood in that fucking cell, and I remember literally pounding my hand on the fucking side of the cell, hearing people arguing and hacking and spitting and crying and anguish and anguish. And I remember looking out of the fucking cell door at the little square of fucking bulletproof glass, seeing the cord that goes around the bottom you know, so that if any if you assault the police officer, they could like hit the cord, and then uh-huh. it sets off an alarm. It's like a cord. You ever see like a cable cord in your house? It looks like stable to the wall. Yeah. Only imagine it's kind of like taut and kind of hovering there, and it's like little things on it to keep it from like, you know, moving around too much. And if you step on it, like a tripwire. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's against the wall, so that if there's any issues, they can step on it. You've obviously never been fucking arrested. No. <laughs> if you step on it... I'm a good little boy. Yeah, okay. If you step on it, <laughs> you know, uh, that makes an alarm because police officers are allowed to have their guns once they're in, inside the precinct mm-hmm. or inside the prisons or, this, or their jail. So they have to stick a step on it. And I remember sitting there looking at this fucking wire and these fucking heavy metal bars and being surrounded by the concrete and looking at the little patch of motherfucking fucking light and i remember the time before that when i was arrested and i didn't remember anybody's number and i asked them can i use my cell phone just to see the number they gave it to me and i called adriana who the fuck else was gonna call i'm gonna tell my mother hey hey mommy i'm fucking arrested for fucking hopping the train you know and i called her i was supposed to meet her i was like you know i can't come i'm arrested like what the fuck she's gonna do you know and i remember like having this instant, but the last time being in there and I was like I'm never fucking gonna be in here again and because of that I am afraid to even when I exit the train to exit out of the emergency exit that says exit only hmm. 
because of that, I'm fucking scared to jaywalk because I don't want to fucking give a police officer a reason to arrest me. Because in the last decade, I went from not really understanding my place in the world to suddenly understanding. So it doesn't seem very interesting, motherfucker, but it is. Mm. So there you fucking go. That was loaded. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Then, of course, you have the Occupy, which I, I had to Google. I was like... When was Occupy? Fucking 2011. Was it really? Okay, and I'm gonna tell you something. I was fucking living with Angie. I was fucking sleeping on her fucking floor, and she was at Occupy at Cap War Camp. And when they moved it from when they moved it from like because it was in Zuccotti Park, and they kind of they moved it, but people still Zuccotti Park. I went to fucking Zuccotti Park, and I was there on the inside, and the fucking cops threw tear gas inside of the fucking park. And we had to jump over the fucking gate, okay? And the fucking tear gas was exploding in our fucking faces. And literally, I literally got hit, like, almost on the head with the fucking canister. The tear gas is in my face. But I fucking hopped over the fucking gate. I went, like, a quarter of the block, and then I walked like I was a fucking pedestrian. And I went to the cop, and I was like, I don't understand what's going on. I was just, I was just walking. What the fuck is going on? I pretended. See, that was actually me when... We got tear gassed in, in Santa Barbara just because there was a party uh, <laughs> weekend that got out of control. Project X. Yeah, it was just some Project X bullshit, and they they ended up tear gassing a bunch of... <laughs> a bunch Fuck of, you. We were fighting for the right to the proletariat. for legit shit, and <laughs> we got tear gassed over... No, Beastie Boys represent our... Are right <laughs> to fight to party. What else? Because you were talking all shit about my fucking things. Okay, so you were talking all that fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, what was the other one you got? Uh, uh, I don't know. James the Dawn. Oh, motherfucker. Oh, you don't fucking know. So, in 2012, 2013, when I was in college, okay, mm-hmm. I. So, this is our lives are like different because, like, you know. If, if, it's a good thing it's not 2000 coming to 2010 because the shit I did between 2000 and 2010 oh boy uh, but when I was in college I was the fucking man <laughs> in this fucking technical college this fucking shitty ass fucking technical school <laughs> <laughs> I had my own little fucking office I'm like oh I don't know even fucking listen to this. I fucking had women coming out of my fucking office and shit. I was like, oh my god, I was getting oral sex from women in my fucking office. Were you some shit. fucking uh, <laughs> the, the, the the fucking student council? What's the John Ham show again? <laughs> Mad Men. Yeah. The fucking Is that you? The fucking um the student government in my college. They five of them shared one small office. I had one to myself. Oh, I was the president. That's a, that's a power move. <laughs> I was the president of the Math Masters Club, the IT Surplus Club, the Success Club, and the fucking I don't know if I said the Math Club, a Math Masters. I forgot there's a third one. Math Masters. Yeah. I forgot Math Masters, IT. You Cert, ran so many clubs success. you didn't even keep track I didn't of them at all. Fucking no, mother. Which club was your bottom bitch club? And check this out. It was some fucking Hoffa shit. I was like in the clubs, and then each club. You had to have uh, a, 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 a representative that was a professor, and I had mine, Professor Lau. And each club would have a budget. We would use that to go to lunch. 
<laughs> to buy new lunch. equipment that I took to my house and I kept. You know, and I would fucking sleep in my office and I had cameras that I installed because we were from the major, the the industrial electronics and networking certification, so we were allowed to do things no one else could, so we installed cameras in the hallway near my fucking office that only I had access to, not the security guards. So I literally could fucking see who was coming up and down the fucking thing. You had surveillance, you had and I was people like, paid off. I was I you was got- having intercourse having fellatio performed on me and <laughs> doing these fucking things and I put James to Dodd cause I literally was like so fucking hype for this fucking shitty ass fucking technical college at my little fucking little God office damn. and shit like that and all these fucking sort of all these fucking women like what who the fuck were these fucking women what's wrong with them why were they in this fucking room with me <laughs> what is wrong with them yeah. How have you not been me tooed? I, first of all, I didn't do anything. There was no molestation. There was no. I didn't have any power. There's no fucking power dynamic, motherfucker. What about the illusion of power? There's no illusion of power. You're literally, you're a literally. Male it was less with that your own office. It was less. It was less that. Me being like, oh, you like me. I like you too. Guess what? I have my own office. Oh damn. Oh damn. Yeah. You still got your own office. Yeah, and I'll tell you something. The fucking security guards didn't have the fucking key. <laughs> and we and because we, I installed the fucking key card so only we could access it. That was literally Damn. the beginning of this fucking decade was me Damn. being an absolute degenerate, having consensual sex and consensual interaction with okay. women. Glad you Glad you specified that one. Yeah, I see that fucking face you're giving me. You're trying to get me canceled. <laughs> Talking about me too. I not me too. I didn't do shit. All right. <laughs> you know, and this decade has had a lot. So if y'all was fucking born, you know, y'all don't have to fucking know shit. Oh, that's but right. Yeah, like this decade. You've had to like step up like three level. You've had to take your shit to, to a, a whole nother level. level. Yeah, this whole fucking decade is on some whole fucking crazy shit. This whole decade is on something new, you know. But I'm actually more excited for the next decade. What do you What do you anticipate? No, no, no. What do you see? No, no, no. What do you anticipate? Uh, well. I'm gonna get your face in this fucking mic. Here we go. Suck on, yeah. suck on the mic. I'm getting there real close. In the next decade, I have no idea what to expect. That's where I'm at. Uh, I, I came to New York in in search of comedy and in search of doing something fun with my life. And I have no idea where I'm going to go next. And I might end up back in Las Vegas. I might end up in L.A. I might stay here for another five years or six years or maybe even ten years. Who knows? But not 15 years. Not fifteen. I'm, um, I'm. That's my cutoff right now. You can't fucking leave because then who am I do this fucking podcast with? Oh well, fifteen years from now, I'm sure animatronics will get to the point and like AI. You do the podcast for us. Program exactly. the podcast. We like, can hey, just program a podcast. Do the do the. Was that a good taste for us? Exactly. We wouldn't have to be here. Can I tell you something? We did this too late. Like, who? We're not the pioneers. Mm-mm. No, we're. We're way in the back. We're of getting the... scraps. Yeah, we're <laughs> scrap. <laughs> That's being generous. You know, we're hoping. We're wishing. We're looking. We're, we're hoping. We're well wishing. We're we're looking for something. You know, but you can't go fucking nowhere.
I think really what I want to see in this next decade, it just came to me, is I want to be in a situation where I can do all the random projects that I want. Like, I'd like to be able to start a garden and, like, maybe maybe start brewing beer and, like, start making different sourdough breads in a brick oven and all that. That's that's where I'd like to see. This. So you want to have, like, a new Netflix show where they follow you around while you do interesting things? I, I just want to do it. I mean, if there's a Netflix show that wants in on that, for sure, but I just want to do interesting things. You feel me? Like, I, I want to I wanna figure out the best pizza dough. That, hands down. Just like... You're so fucking passionate about the fucking most minute things. I, I, I want to I wanna become educated in the power of yeasts. And <laughs> all the yeasts, all the yeasts, the brewing yeasts, the baking yeasts, the penicillin yeasts. <laughs> I just that's that's all I want. This the <laughs> 2020 is the decade of yeast. It's like the sun. <laughs> the sun it rises in the yeast. All right. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh. Wow, you literally had so much here, and you said jack shit. High school, twenty ten to twenty thirteen. That's just a quick debate, synopsis. Student government, general humiliation. Can I tell you something? Even though, in like a way, I feel like. Your life is heading in a more interesting path than mine. I've done more than you because I'm older than you. But, like, the things you put, fuck, what the fuck? This sounds fucking great. I didn't have to experience this. Fucking sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Motherfucker, all there was was rock and roll and sex. No drugs. Beach life. Beach. Living on the edge. Yeah, I lived on a cliff. And it frequently oh had earthquakes. God. You meant an actual. I li- yes, there was a literal cliff. Shootings, earthquakes, erosion, erosion. Yes, like I said, I lived on a cliff. Oh my fucking god! A house god. four doors oh, down no. fell oh, into I the fucking realize, ocean. I didn't realize this is actually one fucking thing. Living on the edge, hyphen riots, comma shootings, comma earthquakes, comma erosion. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck. That was all getting one... woke. You yeah. woke before that? Can I tell you I, something? I, I know somebody unwoke. else on the West Coast. He's fucking... He, he wasn't racist, but he was raised by parents who were racist as fuck. Ooh. So tell me, were you not Were you not woke? Tell me about this. Tell me about your not-wokeness. I was semi-woke, but, like, you don't know how to articulate wokeness. And so when... <sighs> You're so fucking boring. I was unwoke as fuck. You... Okay. Like, well, when we talk... I'm black. First... We hate the gays, because we hate ourselves... It's like an innate racial thing. Right. You know, women are fucking meant to give us babies and shit. Now, mm-hmm. this is found 15 years from now. I, I, I want to be able to say that I'm fucking joking, obviously. No, this you're is not, not you're fucking true. This is not fucking... No disclaimers. <laughs> just take the cancellation <laughs> you know, on the chin. I'm just fucking saying that that's kind of not which, but that's how I was raised. The people I was raised around. All right. No, we talked about in our first podcast, in our first episode, white people in Wu Tang. How I kind of got little, little tastes of like there was there was inequality. There was some shit that just wasn't explicitly stated, but 
Like I, I'd watch episodes of Chappelle show late at night without my parents' permission and be like, wait, why, why is this joke funny? But I know that that's what the laugh track is laughing at. <laughs> Can I tell you about the girl that I dated? It's a white woman who was sitting with me and she asked me, am I allowed to laugh at this? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <Nah>. Yo. <laughs> nah. If and you, you gotta know, ask, and I was nah. like, yes, I was like, I want you to, I want you to laugh. So then I started going away to showing her like Richard Pryor and Mad Dave Chappelle <laughs> and like just showing her fucking Eddie Murphy from like the eighties and shit and like showing her all this shit, just trying to fucking get her. Oh, just corrupting her. Yeah. Like, you you right. made her a racist. You know, I have a little tangent. Do you want, you want a tangent? I have a little tangent. Okay. So I was, <laughs> I was on fucking Twitter. Okay. And I was, I don't know, somebody was talking about, you know, songs and how fucking racist they are and, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. And, um, there's an ice cream jingle. Okay. And <laughs> so I think everybody knows the ice cream truck song, you know, so I'm da, gonna, oh, that's not the right one. What the fuck is that? That's the one I was thinking of. I don't want to. What? It's uh, you know, wow, oh, fuck, man. Oh, damn it! I'm so scared. I want to play this because it's gonna be no, play it. No, it's racist. Yeah, that's it. So I say something. That uh, that song there is related to uh, to ice cream trucks. Yeah. Cause uh, a company uh took that that tone there, and they uh made a ice cream video there. A commercial, uh, well, but the the niggers. What? Yeah. Wait, an ice cream commercial? Yeah. About the. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that's a bad look. Oh no, they can't draw people like that. So I'm gonna take that away from there. Uh, I think Ooh. it's I think it's called uh, Wait, Nigger Wanna Watermelon, or I can't quite remember. But that has nothing to do with ice cream, though. You know? Oh well, no. If you watch to continue watching oh, the little they... video, they're like you know giving them watermelon. There's like a little ice cream truck. There's like a whole little thing. You know, that's a little tangent there. <laughs> Tell them I'll be awoke. <laughs> you know so uh anyway so what was it that you were saying there good sir you were uh telling me about your being woke uh, continue to tell me white man I was, I was saying now I understand the jokes that I'm laughing at in boondocks <laughs> is there anything that you watched in the last decade that's really like stuck with you like really and by the way don't just fucking like the last four years like in the last 10 years oh yeah um well i mean it started earlier but like avatar the last airbender that that shit shit that i also watched in the last 10 years that shit is formative like 2010 yeah like it teaches you that evil is subjective that loyalty is 
uh, Paramount that, like, it's... It's a great fucking show altogether. I think that came out in 2008. Like, when did it air? Maybe, but did I didn't see it. it I didn't see it till Netflix. Um, and I had the flu when I lived across the street in my first apartment in, like, 2010. Huh. Yeah. No, Avatar The Last Airbender, definitely up there. What else would be in there? What about you? What you got? I, I didn't have a... I didn't drink before 10 years ago. I didn't drink until I was, like, 23. Wait, what? Yeah. Like, I'd had I'd had a drink, like, once a year from when I was 18. Wait, no. No, what did you watch that? I'm just saying, that, like, that's nothing else has ever influenced me, really. Like, that's the thing that influenced me the most. Like, Alcohol? fucking TV. Alcohol? Because, like, that's what we do more. now. That's kind of part of why we do what we do right now. Like, I can't even remember... Things that I does watched alcohol last week. influence you or does it under influence you? Huh, ah. huh, huh. I I don't even remember what I watched last week. What like I can't mean? the timeline. Like I fucking bitch. You've Gilmore? been quoting Letter Kenny to me. All... Gil, Gilmore Girls. Like when the fuck did I watch that? Like I did watch that within the last ten years, and I fucking love me some Gilmore Girls. I can go fucking on for fucking what ever. But how much I fucking we loved. We were just talking about um, watching. No, listen. If anybody can talk about the things from the last two years, but like really to have some depth, you gotta talk like more than just two years ago. And Gilmore Girls is it for me, motherfucker. What about your Cowboy Bebop tattoo? Um, Cowboy Bebop was before, t- was more than a decade ago. But did you it watch was like, it? I mean, uh, but that's not what it influenced me. It influenced I'm, you here's more the than thing, a decade ago? Is that I'm older than you. And the time that you're in now, the things that influenced me then are the things that what do you I, mean you existed before the 90s i don't know i'm understand. saying that like <laughs> you've lost me at that <laughs> i i point. like memories that i have that matter are my first time watching power rangers the day that it aired in 1993 in my grandmother's house like i had best friends and stuff i was my preteens in 99 and 2001 i was in high school when my mother's job got blown up on 9-11 like i'm sorry i'm fucking older than you so like the last decade has been me failing at maintaining that's kind of oh so while my past decade has been all about growth your past decade has been all about disintegration not me a little bit because like you know like i got into like going to thousands of concerts and you know, in like 2005 to 2010. Like between 2005 and 2010, the majority of the things. I met Adriana. Hey, that wasn't in the last decade, so why are we even talking talking about it, bud? <laughs> anyway. What the fuck are we even doing here? That's that's when I, that's when I like met Adriana, 420, 2007. That's when I met Angie. That's when I met the majority of the people that I know and the things that I did. So this last decade has been me growing the relationship with the people. This last decade has been memories of me when Adriana moved into her apartment in Clay Avenue going to bring her like fucking things and giving her a blender for valentine's day which seems weird but she wanted a blender so i got her one and i got her a gigantic chocolate bar it's it's you know like this last decade sounds pretty delicious has been giant chocolate smoothie (laughs) it's been things small things things that i thought of yes Mm -hmm. but you know and yes some adventurous things but all the adventurous things that happen 
from like 2010 to 2014 are all kind of tapering off of what happened from 2005. Like the decade that mattered to me was like 2005 to 2015. That you know. makes sense. Like you're you're not going based off of just the, because the... of my age. That's just, you know yeah. that's, that's just when shit happened and when I formed relationships and that's when I met people. You know. So you're just putting arbitrary uh, bounds onto your meaning of decade now. It's well, okay. no, I'm it's, no, I'm just saying it's cool. That, you're that, asking that, me questions, giving no, me parameters. Fucker, but... I'm just saying that like. That's why my last decade stuff has been interesting, but not, you know it's like weird because, you know. What's the? Here's here's a curveball question for you that I know not isn't on the show notes. Oh no! What's the biggest revelation or like change of heart that you've had in the past ten years? Years where you're like, I thought I was like dead set thinking this way, and then. Boom, had to think another way. Yeah. In 2009, I was still on 4chan and shit, but not just like, not on wallpaper slash, not on like 4chan.org forward slash WG, which is wallpapers general. I wasn't like B. I was on random where actual murderers have put stuff and people were like, oh shit, that's where it is. Like, I was shit posting and memeing. I was on Twitter and I was like fucking Tumblr and like these fucking feminists. You know, fuck you, tongue your balls, whatever the fuck, tongue your balls balls to talk, like, you know, I was being fucking ridiculous, and it's not really that I changed the way that I view things, it's not like I had a serious change of heart to becoming, like, a more progressive kind of woke person, because I'm still the same kind of piece of shit I've always been, Mm -hmm. but, like, I watched Mother Raise Me, so I love my mother, my mother has always been a strong woman, and, like, in, like, the early 2000s, you know? In the 90s, pretty much every black woman I knew who wasn't my mother was a piece of shit. So I kind of had a damaged self-image. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, things like more people who look like me in media, you know, mm-hmm. reading more things with people who look like me, hearing, seeing different genres of music from people who look like me, mm-hmm. being surrounded by people of different sexes and genders and gender identities. I don't know, things like that kind of affect you and cause you to to change a little bit and it's like oh boy you know so like if i went back a decade ago you meet the more you socialize yeah more you have to kind of change your your social views i said some fucking homophobic stuff and i don't think i was ever homophobic but i said some shit i just don't think i would say now and that's kind of like the thing like that's really the biggest like not really change of heart but the change of my tone Hmm. you know i thought it was cool to be shitty I thought it was cool to say shitty things and be edgy and shit like that. But like it was said in The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, you know, only sociopaths don't actually give a fuck. You know, you have to care about something. Yeah. You know. And so do you think you've just, you've found the things that you've cared about or they've, they've become more pronounced? I just, I don't know. I fucking acknowledge it. I just fucking acknowledge them. Man, I need to fucking fix these fucking mics, bruh. Look at that. There we go. Look at that. That's pro. Oh, yeah. Touch the fucking mic. Yeah, that's a pro fucking mic. There we go. All right. That's fucking pro. Just got to put my lips to it. You know whose fucking mouth has been on that? Nope. (laughs) 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 
So where do you see the next decade going for you? I'd like to continue doing doing comedy, doing independent things, being creative, stuff like that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where it's going. It's a big old... Qu- there was so much growth in the last decade. If I keep going at this pace, who know? I may end up, I may end up in a different continent by the end of this decade. Who knows? I might go to Antarctica. I might, I might do the first set, first 20 minute set. Do you think, think anyone's ever done stand up in Antarctica? I bet you somebody has. I bet you someone has. Simpsons did it. Oh, fucking... Did Diddy do it? Maybe. Oh, damn it, Diddy did it. Maybe Diddy did it. Diddy did do it, damn it. Well. Dumb Diddy do. <laughs> I really hope that happens for you. I'm not gonna lie. I have no motherfucking idea where the next decade is coming for me. Right? It's like, you can't predict the future. You can just look at what kind of vaguely happened in the past. And go forth from there. But guess what? Are we done? I have a I have a decision. I have a thing. What's your what's your is it a resolution? Is that it's not a resolution? <clears throat> it's kind of where I think that this next decade is going. I think that I'm gonna be doing this as some form of this in the next decade. Whether it's a hobby, whether it's making money, I am going to keep doing Something like this. The 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 podcasting or the excessive drinking? <laughs> Maybe both. Okay. If, I'm my on liver, board. if my liver can take up the podcasting, then I'll keep drinking. Okay. I'm on board. I'm down. Uh, I'm hoping that this is the kind of thing that I can do and that we can do. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Well, I really... I, I wish you luck and I wish the... Uh, the new cast member that you choose to play the role of Chandler in the new, <laughs> um, in the new podcast it's gonna works am, out. For gonna envive you. Yeah, you're gonna. So I didn't even tell you, but I've decided. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a little bit Jewier too, just to kind of resonate with audience. <laughs> and if you don't get that, you gotta listen to the last episode. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a callback. It's a callback. So I think that's one of my favorite jokes of this past decade. Actually, is Hannibal Burris. I saw him live in uh, San Francisco, and I did a couple of sets. It was at a festival. He's doing a couple of sets, and he kept on using this. Like he'd call out his callbacks. I love that. Can we do that? Can we have that be a bit for like come up with some bits that are funny, then, bro? Yeah, no, that I just wanna, I just wanna use one of his bits that's already made, and we'll Done. just call back Done. all it's of our callbacks. Call it's a callback. All right, <laughs> so we, uh, we'll make it into one of the uh, the buttons. So uh, here we go. I got a little thing here. I got a little thing here, and it says at the end of their show, I got a little thing called plugs. Now, there's nothing fucking here for you or me, but I have this little thing here. So I got a little thing here. You know what it's called here? What's that? It's called Facebook. Finally, motherfucker, I'm producing all these fucking shows. I got my fucking company, LLC and shit. You know what it's called? It's called Habit of Wellness. Don't ask me why I suck my fucking big toe. And Habit of Wellness, Facebook.com, Habit of Wellness, got all the things. YouTube, How to Wellness, has both of these podcasts, Was It In Good Taste and The Art of Giving Up, right? And of course, what are you doing? What are you doing? 
What are you doing? You doing comedy? I'm doing in comedy. New York. Where? I'm going to the uh, Broadway Comedy Club on uh, 53rd and 8th, between 8th and 9th on West, West 53rd on Mondays at 5 o'clock, um, and occasionally Fridays at 8 o'clock. That's for their... Uh, so if I go there, I better expect to see you. Exactly. That's it. Well, expect to see me Mondays. I'll give you specifics on Fridays. Damn, I, listen, I'll, if I go next Monday, you're not fucking there, I'll be upset. About that two drink minimum with them shitty ass. I've fucking been there drinks. the past. That's that's just the open mic where I go and I say the jokes that I'm too afraid to say <laughs> in front of the mirror. You no website, no Twitter, no Instagram. Oh, hit me up at the uh, the humble bumble bear blog and uh, see. Humble honey. bumble bear blog. What's that? What's the URL? It's the. It's, oh fuck! Humble bumble bear at. No, it's just humblebumpabear.com. Yeah. Maybe at a WordPress, maybe? No, it's not. No, it's you, not. You it's actually just, paid for the domain, yeah. I paid for the yeah, domain. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you can get him at humblebumblebear.com. You can look him up. I don't know if you're going to find him on the Facebook at Chandler Phillips, but if you look, you'll see him. You He's might white, see something. You know, and Instagram. Oh, on Instagram at C underscore underscore honey. C honey. You can Damn see right. all the new bottles that we uh, are getting rid of Damn as we... Right. As we go through our new year. And of course, you can always find me at Art of Giving Up on what? On uh, Instagram. D-A, Art of Giving Up on Twitter. That's D-A, Art of Giving Up, like the Art of Giving Up. Are there any underscores, dots, or anything nope. in between? It's just because I'm not dumb. Because I understand how SEO works. And you can find, <laughs> you can this send us any guy. email. <laughs> At artofgivinguppodcast at gmail dot com, and of course, please remember to like and subscribe. No yes. matter where you find us, listen to this, or listen to iTunes, give us five stars or one. Any kind of feedback is better than none. Stalk us in real life, tell us, and yell at us. In our I would face. rather if you didn't do that. This is not an episode of you. Oh. Anyway, I wolf you. Oh, there we go again. This is like a running gag now. Okay, it's a callback. I don't know where my phone is. Oh no. Oh, you're sitting on it. No, I'm not. Isn't it? It's you threw it. You threw it somewhere else. It's oh, like I told you, you were on topic. It's a callback. It's the a last callback. episode, and uh, yeah, that was uh, was that in good taste. And uh, as always, I'm your host, Stephen. I'm Chandler, and uh, I guess peace. peace. Mm.